On today's show, how did the Dallas Mavericks lose a 22-point lead to the Phoenix Suns and fall in game one of their season? And why did Christian Wood only play 24 minutes off the bench? Did Jason Kidd bench him? We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. And I'm sure the takes are streaming already in the comment section. But in the comment section, give me one reason. Just one reason the Mavs lost this game. Give me one reason. Today, Isaac's still out vacationing, enjoying the great wide world. And he got to avoid this Dallas Mavericks loss. They lose 107 to 105 off of a Damian Lee, of all people, game winner. <laughs> we got to see Christian Wood go off. We saw some struggles from the Mavericks. We saw some good stuff from the Mavericks. Today, I'm going to tell you. Christian Wood, why he's got to play more minutes, why Jason Kidd outcoached himself, how the Mavericks lost this game, and then I'll share some more notes and other stuff that stood out to me in this game, rotations, and we can just start here with the Christian Wood thing and everything. The minutes in this game told me that we were right about what we think this Mavericks team and the Mavericks coaching staff thinks about these players all offseason. The Mavericks didn't have to wait a while. You didn't have to, you as a Mavericks fan, didn't have to wait a long time for the moves to get made, for this team to be set pretty much. How many players were on this team in like early July? All of them, except for Compazzo and McKinley Wright, maybe. Like all these guys were on this team. We've known for a long time what this team was going to look like. We've had five lockdown Mavs every single week talking about what this team's going to look like trying to figure out from little snippets here and there, what do the coaching staff think about Christian Wood? What does the coaching staff think about JaVale McGee? Jason Kidd told us at Summer League, JaVale McGee's going to start. Dinwiddie's going to start. Then we learned a couple weeks later that Bullock's going to start and that Christian Wood's coming off the bench. We've known these things for a long time this offseason. And in this game, we got to see exactly what they think about this, this team, and we were right about it. The coaching staff... Doesn't trust Christian Wood yet. We knew this. We knew that they weren't going to trust him right away. He has not been in a winning situation. We knew that they said when he got traded that this was going to be a prove-it season for the Mavericks. For Prove-it season for Christian Wood for the Mavs. That doesn't all of a sudden end because the guy starts scoring in a game. These games don't necessarily go game to game as often. Maybe they should. Maybe they should. Maybe kids should have ridden the hot hand a little bit more. But we we know what they think about him. And I knew exactly in the third quarter, the third quarter, the Mavericks had you know a pretty good lead there. They were up 62 to 45 going into halftime. In the third quarter, Dinwiddie picks up his fourth foul at 11 minutes in the third quarter. So he goes out. Tim Hardaway comes in for him. That's normal substitution. Then... 
JaVale McGee didn't look that great. <laughs> JaVale McGee had a rough time out there playing against his former team. About 7 minutes and 39, 37 seconds. The Suns are on a 9-0 run. And Jason Kidd, instead of putting Christian Wood in, which would be the normal rotation. JaVale McGee's not playing well. Okay, it's about midway point in the third quarter. Let's put in Christian Wood. That's what he had done in the Jazz game, the Jazz preseason game, when he said he was playing the regular rotation. And that's what he would, would did in the first half. Instead, he puts in Maxi Kleba. And the Suns end up scoring, you know, like scoring eight more. Uh, <laughs> Maxi Kleba was a minus eight. So in that time that Maxi played, the Suns cut the lead down by eight more points. Let's put it that way. That was better. I had, I I landed the ship. I did not start off with that, that sentence well. And so when, when Jason Kidd put Maxi in, he wanted stability. He wanted a stability. St- 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 <laughs> he wanted a stable lineup, unlike these last couple sentences I've put together. He wanted a stable lineup. JaVale was not defending well. He was not playing great offense. Christian Wood is an unknown for them. And we've known this. And so he decides to put in Maxi. Then Phoenix goes on a 14-8 run after that to start the third quarter. Mavs turn the ball over a little bit. About the 5-minute and 32-second mark. Then he puts in Christian Wood for Dorian. But I think that one substitution told us what we what, what they think about Christian Wood, and it didn't change. As much as we want to be reactionary and react real quick, Christian Wood going on this crazy run. Christian Wood scored 16 straight points after he gets put back in, put back in for Maxi. We want to react to how good he looked scoring the ball, how impressive he was, how in different ways he scored in this game, and he did. He scored 25 points in this game, four threes, went to the free throw line 10 times. Ten times. When does that happen for another Maverick besides Luca ever? Ten free throw attempts. Now he only hit three of them. Eight rebounds. Two assists. Looked really good on those assists. But Jason Kidd and his coaching staff are not ready to hand him crucial minutes yet. Now they did put him back in in the fourth quarter, so eventually they got there. And maybe it's the late decisions from Jason Kidd and the coaching staff. The late timeouts when Phoenix is going on a run. The the run is going, and all of a sudden, Jason Kidd calls a timeout too late or just waits until immediate timeout. Like some of those timeouts where you're like, oh, Jason Kidd waited too long to call that timeout. That's a TV timeout. He didn't call those. So maybe he's waiting too long to, to, to change something. Some coaches do that. Some coaches just decide, all right, let's – Phil Jackson, this was something he did all the time. He was famous for it. I'm going to sit back on Phil Jackson, and I'm going to let this team figure it out. He let the team figure it out. He had a lot of veteran teams. <laughs> he had a lot of veteran teams where the team could just figure it out. Kobe will figure it out. Derek Fisher will figure it out. Michael Jordan will figure it out. Scotty Pippen will figure it out. This is not... Uh, this team has been through a lot together now after that playoff run. But I still think you got to make some decisions. I think Jason Kidd outcoached himself in this game. He overthought it and decided to go with Maxi for stability instead of Christian Wood that was working. I don't know that Maxi added a lot to this game. You guys know I love Maxi. You know, listening, if you've listened for a long time, you know that we defend Maxi a ton. <laughs> but he wasn't taking he wasn't taking open threes. He rebounded a little bit. His defense was fine, but that's not where they that's not where they were losing the game. And Christian Wood was adding more. Christian Wood should have played more. He played 24 minutes, scored 25 points. I get that I get a certain point in the in the game, you just gotta say, all right, the guy that's done the most impressive thing besides Luca in this game has been Christian Wood. And maybe we should lean on Christian Wood a little bit more and get him to play more than 24 minutes. First half, he plays 
just about 12 minutes, which is the same as what Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench did. So they're, they're really keeping with their rotations. They knew what their rotations were going to be, and they really stuck with it, like completely stuck with it. And they should have because first half, they were playing really well. Second half, Christian Wood plays 12 minutes again. Like they're sticking with their rotations. Luca played 18 minutes. Dorian played 21 minutes. Hardaway played 12 minutes. Maxi played 16 minutes. That's where their rotation flipped. The rotation changed in the second half when they wanted stability and they didn't go with Christian Wood. That's my takeaway from this game is that this coaching staff stuck with their plan and didn't react to the situation in front of them. And at certain points in the season, you're going to have to react to the situation in front of you. It's, at certain points, you're going to have to look at this roster and say, all right, well, we got to make a decision and trade Christoph Porzingis. All right, at a certain point during this game, we got to let Jalen Brunson like go off for us and maybe not call as many plays for some of the other guys. At a certain point, you got you to gotta call some. You got to change it up. And Jason Kidd out, got outcoached by Monty Williams, I thought, in this game. Because you look on the other side of the ball, Monty Williams did exactly what Jason Kidd should have done in this game. He looked at what was happening for the Suns and said, all right, fourth quarter minutes, who am I going to go with? Devin Booker plays eight minutes and 30 seconds in the fourth quarter. That's a normal rotation. Cameron Payne, Payne plays six minutes and 30 seconds in the fourth quarter. I guess that's a normal rotation, but not really. Damian Lee plays 12 minutes, all 12 minutes in the fourth quarter. Chris Paul plays five. Five minutes for Chris Paul. Damian Lee played 12. Cameron Payne played six and a half. They, like, there's three guards on the Suns that played more fourth quarter minutes than Chris Paul. Chris Paul did not look good in this game. Damian Lee was fine. Cameron Payne was fine. Monty Williams went with fine over not good at all. And I think that's what Jason Kidd should have done. He should have made the decision to, all right, I'm going to play these guys no matter what the names are, no matter what our plan was. We should have gone in and played the guy that was that had the hot, hot hand in Christian Wood. Coming up, we'll talk about how the Mavericks actually lost this game. Luka looked amazing, but why did they blow a 22-point lead? I'll explain that next coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside and all around sports. Go check out what they have available for the NBA, NFL. They have daily lines, NBA futures. Uh, they even have the next couple of, uh, of NBA games. Mavs, Lakers, Christmas Day still. Mavs, four-point favorite against the Lakers. Lakers playing the Clippers today, Thursday, if you're listening watching this. Clippers, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't know, man. I don't know if I, I'm not like a, a, a serial gambler, but I might put some money on the Clippers in that game. Five-and-a-half points. That's all they have to cover is five-and-a-half points. Go check it out. It's bet online. They have more stuff. Then just NBA, it's bet online where the game starts. All right, Isaac, we're continuing to talk about the Dallas Mavericks loss to the Phoenix Suns. Christian Wood, he should have played more. Jason Kidd outcoached himself in that decision, decided not to play him, decided to go with Maxi early in the third quarter instead of Christian Wood. Christian Wood then goes on a, th- a third quarter and into fourth quarter run that was just great. They got the Mavericks a big lead back that they desperately needed. And in the fourth quarter, he just he takes the takes Christian Wood out and doesn't sub him back in until like the two minute mark and missed an opportunity. He missed an opportunity in this game. Um, but why did Christian Wood look good? Let's let's do that first. Christian Wood scored on different levels. Christian Wood scored in the paint. Christian Wood hit four threes. Christian Wood got to the free throw. There was a moment like the, when Christian Wood first entered the game. What was it like? Five minutes and nineteen seconds. He he draw he drew three fouls in like a minute forty. <laughs> he goes in the game. He's in the game for a minute forty seconds. He's already drawn three fouls against the Suns, which got the Mavericks in the bonus eventually, which got them more free throws. 
They end up taking 34 in this game. So that was super helpful. A couple times in this game, one from Luka and one from Dinwiddie, the, the Suns were trapping a lot. They're throwing a double team on Luka. They threw a trap or a double team on Spencer Dinwiddie when they had the ball. The Mavs need a release valve then. Somebody to dump the ball out. Dwight Powell's pretty good at this. Uh, Jalen Brunson was obviously great at this. But Christian Wood goes to the nail, goes to the free throw line, gets the ball, and throws a great pass and a, a great assist. to um, to One of them was Reggie Bullock for a, for a three. And I can't remember what the other one was. Uh, and then, yeah, he had just two incredible assists where he's a release valve. So he showed different aspects of his game where he can be good. And we knew this about Christian Wood. We knew he was a, a pretty decent passer. We knew he could score on different levels. It's just about how he was going to look defensively and how he was going to look in tough games and how he was going to play with this team in tough games. And there were some defensive lapses here and there, but I thought the whole Mavericks team had defensive lapses in this game. I don't think that... Defense was the reason why they lost this game, which is why the Christian Wood decision remains kind of like strange <laughs> because they needed some more offense. Christian Wood was the one giving them offense. Yeah, the Mavs had 112.8 defensive rating against the, the Suns. Like, that's not great, but it's not terrible either. 109.5 offensive rating for the Mavericks in this game. That's not good enough. That's not good enough to win. Look at all the teams that won 122, 119, 100 and, uh, 110. 128, like those are teams that win games. They need a little more offense in this game. Some more stops definitely would have helped too, but they needed some more offense and they were getting it from Christian Wood. He was scoring in a bunch of different ways. It was great to see. Now, I'm seeing from a lot of Mavs fans, maybe you at home are sitting there thinking like, oh, this is a disaster. How could this How could this happen? This, this thing happened. First game, Christian Wood doesn't get enough minutes. He's already upset about his playing time and all that kind of stuff. At least they have an answer. At least the Mavericks' answer is on the bench. At least the Mavericks know that they have a Christian Wood who looks good. At least we're not looking at this game and saying, oh, they just have no answers. Like They they lost Brunson, and now they just can't score. Now they just can't score at all. At least they have an answer for that. Dinwiddie in foul trouble, so that held him back. And Christian Wood was great scoring the ball. So at least they have answers. It's game one. Game one of 82. You're going to lose some of them. At least they have an answer on the bench. Tim Hardaway didn't look good. He's going to get into a rhythm at some point. Bullock hit some threes. Dinwiddie hit some threes. Luka looked incredible. Let's talk about Luka Doncic. 35 points, 9 boards, 6 assists. He was toying with the Suns. It looked like preseason again in in the first half where he was just – he had this play on on Torrey Craig where he just put him in a cycle, put him in a toilet bowl, and and put the layup on him where he just – he's on the right side of the the floor. He drives at Torrey Craig. He comes back out. He drives and then he comes back out. And he does it a couple times to where Torrey Craig is like trying to like stay in his defensive stance and wobble back and forth. And then he just spins because Luca fakes him out. And then he like Luca spins around him and throws up the layup like around it. It's just an incredible play by Luca. And he was doing that a couple times, just looking great. He only hit two of his 10 threes. One of them was the heave at the end of the game. Uh, one of them was a heave at halftime, too. So take a couple of those off. He's like two of eight. Uh, he's, he was just incredible. He, look, he looks great. He's going to have super high usage. He took 23 shots and he hit all 13 of his free throws. You go to the free throw line 13 times and you take 23 shots. That's incredible usage. I think, I think I saw uh, our friend, Matt Moore, HP basketball on Twitter, locked on nuggets host. I think we saw him. I think he said that Luke had a 39% usage. That's like playoff Luca levels of usage. So he did a lot. 
he did a ton in this game, but he admitted second half they kind of stepped off the gas. Luca had 15 points in the second half, three assists. They were trapping him a ton. He was four of 13 from the field in the second half. He was minus 24 in the second half. They were not playing well in those second half minutes when Luca was on. The bench was really taking over. The Phoenix bench is bad. Phoenix did not have a good bench. The Mavericks do have a good bench. They're, Mavericks are going to win some games with their bench. Another thing that we knew going into this game, but the Mavericks are going to win games because Hardaway, Christian Wood, and Maxi, and then Dinwiddie or Luka, like that lineup is going to be better than a lot of teams' second string lineups. Not all of them, but a lot. And so they're going to win games solely because of how good that second unit is going to be this year. Well, Luka was incredible until like the second half. They, they, they had such a big lead. You got to go to the back to the beginning of this game, I think. Before the game even starts, Luka gets introduced. There's videos flying around. I think Callie Kaplan tweeted one of them out. There's videos flying around of the Suns, the Suns crowd. When they hear Luka Doncic getting And sorting at guard, number 77 from Slovenia, Luka Doncic. And there's just booze everywhere. You can just hear it, palpable. Luka first touches the ball. After Phoenix goes down the court, Phoenix wins the tip. They go down the court. Then Mavericks get the ball back. Luka touches the ball. Just booze everywhere. Anytime he touched the ball, there was booze. He was going back and forth with the crowd. Luka airballed a three at about the nine-minute mark in the first quarter. He smiled at the crowd and loved it, how much they were getting at him. And then he takes it right to Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, you know, can't handle Luka at all. Luka hits a shot, and he just turns over and smiles at the people in the courtside seats. Like, there was this palpable energy, and Luka was feeling it in the first half. Then the Mavs take a 22-point lead, and the crowd just goes silent. It, it felt like game seven again. The crowd was just silent there. You could hear nothing from anybody. And that's when I think the Mavericks kind of took their foot off the gas. They took their foot off the gas. In the third quarter, they came out. It was third quarter Mavs again. They just, they didn't go on a, you know, the Suns went on a run. And then that Maxi Kleba sub- substitution that I talked about where Jason Kidd decides, all right, I need some stability. I'm not going to go with with, with uh, Christian Wood, who was working scoring-wise. And I'm going to go with Maxi. But Christian Wood's third quarter run was incredible. Third quarter into the fourth quarter, just a great run. He had the Mavs 16, 16 straight points. He had 25. He had all of his 25 points in the first, like, I don't know, what, 40 minutes of the game. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> at least they have an answer with Christian Wood. But this Christian Wood thing is going to be interesting all year. Trying to figure out, all right, when's he going to play? How much is he going to play? What does he feel like about playing? But you know what the thing about this Christian Wood thing that I think was so great? It's awesome to get to see him play in these tough games, in these playoff atmosphere type games, against these great teams, in high-pressure situations, going to the free throw line in high-pressure situations. This is going to be great for him to get ready for the playoffs with for the Mavs. It's going to be great to see what he's what he's made of going into this. This is the test for him. This season is the test for him in the NBA. Are you a really good player, or are you just like a player that can put up some points on, on a team? That's going to be the big difference for Christian Wood this year. He's got to prove that. He hadn't proved it to the Mavericks yet. That's why they decided to only play him 24 minutes in this game, a normal bench rotation for him. Apparently, he didn't show enough to them, but I don't know. He showed enough to me. <laughs> he showed enough to me scoring-wise. The different ways he can score. He was getting eaten in foul trouble a little bit. He was doing a lot. Uh, but late in the game, how the Mavericks actually lost this game, Phoenix goes to a zone defense. They're up. They, they're on a 16 to four run. They go like a zone defense. They're up, and the Phoenix is up. And then 
Luca drives, gets an and one. He didn't score for 17 minutes. Like in the, from the third quarter to the fourth quarter, there was a 17 minute drought where Luca didn't score. Um, Dinwiddie was was in and out because of his foul trouble. Christian Wood comes back with like two, two minutes left in the game. Mavericks are down by four. Uh, Christian Wood leaves Damian Lee open for a wide open three. Damian Lee had a couple of threes in the fourth quarter. Luca gets a technical foul. Then the Suns go up 105 to 100. Like that swing right there was huge, actually. The Mavericks are up 100 to 94. Luca had been hitting his stuff. And then all of a sudden, like two three minutes later, it's 105 to 100. Just a big swing where the Mavericks offense just couldn't get anything going. And guys like kind of tensed up. You're waiting for Luca to bail you out. Coming up, let's get into let's get into um other notes. What other what else stood out in this game? We talked about Luca, we talked about Christian Wood, but what about Maxi? What about Tim Hardaway Jr.'s first game of the season? What about the Bang Bros Dorian? What about JaVale McGee, his debut for the Mavericks? We'll talk about all that. Share some more stuff coming up. All right, Isaac. Let's keep talking about how the Mavericks lost this game. So that big swing late in the fourth quarter. Um, there was a chance. The Mavericks had a real chance. 30 seconds left. Luka had an and one on Damian Lee. Takes it right at him. Drove right at him and gets the foul. There was t- the fouls in this game were nuts. Like they, Both sides. They just called things so close. It was so weird. And so guys, went, anytime something that was called a foul earlier was not called later, they would freak out. Devin Booker and Luka were both just you know doing their, doing their thing to the refs. And it was 105 to 105 at 32 seconds. And then Damian Lee hits this shot right on Spencer Dinwiddie. You honestly don't blame Dinwiddie. He's standing right there. He's got a hand in his face. Damian Damian Lee hits this like leaning shot where he's like all the way over here. Hits that shot. Chris Ball's like not even on the floor. (laughs) Devin Booker didn't even take the shot. They got it in the hands of somebody else. They trapped Devin Booker on that play. And so they got the ball out of Devin Booker's hands. Damian Lee just hit the shot. So I think they did the right thing on that last play. And then Luca at the end, there's about nine seconds left and they didn't have a timeout left. And Luca decides to go for the step back three. He should have drove it, but he goes and takes a step back three. He misses it. And then the get the game ends at that point. Wild swing, but the game was not, the game was not won or lost in the last three minutes. It was won or lost in that uh, third quarter run where the Mavericks were up. Christian Wood gets taken out at the six minute 41 mark. They have a 10 point, they have an 11 point lead. And then they just completely lose it for Phoenix's 16-4 run. Other things that stood out. Uh, JaVale McGee looked rough in this game. He he brings some things to the table for sure. He had a steal. He had a block. He had four rebounds. He had an assist. He only played 14 minutes. I think that's going to be normal for JaVale. He, he looked bad, so he got taken out a little bit earlier than I think normally. But I think that's going to be normal. 15, 16, 17 minutes. That's what I think they brought him in for. They brought him in to do that, to do some, some uh, rim protection. But... I don't think he's looked that great rim protection-wise. I've not been super impressed about him defensively around the rim. But I think it'll take time. All this stuff is going to take time. The defense is going to take a little bit of time. It's all about rotations. It's about backside rotations. And uh, a listener pointed out this to me, which I thought was a really good point, is that the Mavericks didn't allow – they had a ton, They allowed a ton of points in the paint. And I was, I was pointing this out on Twitter. What did they finish with? Uh, yeah, Phoenix had 56 points in the paint. That's so many points in the paint. They had 30 – points in the paint at halftime. That's way too many. That's so much. Mavericks had 36. Phoenix was just scoring in the paint at will, it seemed like, at times. JaVale McGee's supposed to be there to, to gobble some of that up, to, like, stop some of that. And I don't think he was was doing a great job at that. But it takes some time. It takes some time for defense to figure it out because 
They're trying to run them off the three-point line. They're trying to t- make them take less threes. They, the Suns only took 22 threes. That was their recipe in the playoffs to try and get to try and beat the Suns. It was like, right, let's run them off the three-point line. They can't beat us from three. They're going to have to beat us with their mid-range shots, and we're just going to bet that their mid-range shots are tough enough that they don't make as many as we make threes on the other end. The Mavs took 35 threes, which is not enough threes for them. And the Suns only took 22. So they're running on defense. The Mavericks are running the Suns off the three-point line. And instead of them like stopping them in mid-range, they just allowed them to go to the bucket and scored 53 points in the paint. So that wasn't enough. They, but they got to figure out some of the rotation. But what it comes down to is figuring out the backside rotations. You run them off the three-point line, but then you can't just like run them off the three-point line and that's it. You got to rotate on the back end. You see guys on the Mavericks defense running around all the time. And why I talk about this defense is so hard to play is because you have to be right on point. You have to know exactly who you're going to because you just have, you can only just react. You can't think about where you're going because by the time you get there, after you've thought about it, the pass has already been made and you're already too late. NBA defense is hard. Playing good NBA defense is really hard. Really, really hard. So that's what what uh, what happened with, with some of the Mavs defensive stuff. So I'm interested to see how, how JaVale McGee gets better defending the rim. I think he can be. I just haven't seen it very much so far. Tim Hardaway Jr., his first game back from an injury. He's He hasn't played a game since January of 2022. Yeah, 2022, right? He wasn't, yeah. And so he hasn't played a game since January. He goes three of 10. He hits a couple of really good shots, a couple of transition shots. Um, they're going to need his shooting. He's going to get hot at certain nights. Defensively, I didn't think he looked great, but lo- he looked a little bit better than the last time we saw him, which was, was good. He's been working on that. He's been working with that scheme. And uh, he's been watching a lot. He's been watching a lot of Mavs basketball and watching how they play defense. One of five from three, that's that's not good enough. <laughs> it's just not going to win in a, in a close game like this. But it's nice to have him still coming off the bench. It's nice that they don't have to rely on him. When Christian Wood does what he does, when Luka does what he does, Dinwiddie scores 15 points in his limited minutes because of, of uh, foul trouble. Who else? The Bang Bros. The Bang Bros, I thought, played solid. They held Devin Booker to just 28 points, which is tough. He took tw- took 20 shots. He's going to get his. He's going to get his tw- his 28 points. But I thought they did a good job. They hit uh, four of their seven threes. That's Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian played 38 minutes. The- By the way, the Suns, the Suns' minutes are crazy. You want to talk about how bad the Suns' bench is and how badly they wanted to win this game. Devin Booker played over 40 minutes. Mikhail Bridges played 41 minutes. Aiton only played 30. Cam Johnson played 27. Like they played their main guys a lot. They're gonna have to rely on those dudes a lot. 38 minutes for Dorian, 36 for Luca. Those are about normal rotations. You maybe want Dorian's to come down a little bit so he doesn't have to extend so much. Josh Green got about 18 minutes. He was looking good here and there. Didn't take a single shot, didn't take a single three. Uh the Mavericks offense, as far as like drive and kick out the three-point shooters, wasn't as good as it has been. Like I, like I said, they only took 35 threes, so it was just a little off, or they just weren't taking as many. Ten of those 35 threes came from Luka stepbacks, and then uh, <laughs> Christian Wood, seven, he took seven threes, and like three or four of them were his pull-up threes. So it's not like they were driving and kicking. They only had 17 assists to 35 field goals. So it was a lot of like pull-up ISO stuff. Dinwiddie took a couple ISOs too. He took five threes. So their drive and kick game was just not there in this one. And, and the Suns know what the Mavericks are trying to do, so they tried to take that away too by like stopping passing lanes and they, they sag off three point shooters just because they know they're going to be in the passing lane. So they can just stop the, the kickouts to for threes. 
Nobody else played in this game. Dinwiddie, Luca, JaVale, the Bang Bros, Hardaway, Wood, Kleba, Josh Green. That's the full rotation. Uh, Frank Nilakina was hurt, so he did not play in this game. Cabazzo was not going to play in this game because he had just joined the team. Davis Bertans is hurt. Tyler Dorsey on a two-way. Dwight Powell didn't play at all. We haven't seen a Mavs team that doesn't play Dwight Powell in a long time. Uh, so that's my that's some of my, my thoughts on this game. Let me know in the comment section below, though. What's one reason the Mavericks lost this game? Thanks for making us your first listen. Make your second listen. NBA game to game. Great stuff from everybody. Recaps of every single game from your local experts. It's on the Lockdown NBA feed. It's on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel. Also, I host Lockdown NBA today with Pat the Designer. So go make your second listen. Lockdown NBA, both the game to game and the regular episodes. Go check it out. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.